Golden, Colorado, LTZ, with unbeaten three-and-a-half-ton towing. This is Triple M Summer Breakfast with Lawrence, the Moon Man Mooney, and Ed Cavalier. Yes, it is. Sorry, I was taken aback by Lawrence, the Moon Man Mooney, doing his own intro. <laughs> well done, Lawrence. Thank you very much. It's a, it's a bit sad when a man in his mid-40s refers to himself in the third person. Are you that... trying to get a nickname going this late in the piece? Yeah. Well, I, I've, been, I've been the Moon Man for a while in the comedy world. In many things. Yeah, I have, behind closed doors. <laughs> it's nice to see you, Ed Cavalier. Oh, summer breakfast. What a wonderful thing, Lawrence, because it's, uh, well, it is officially summer, isn't it? We're, it we're, is. we're two days in. December the 2nd, right. 2013, we're 23 hurt. days till Christmas. We're going to talk about that this morning. We do want to talk about Christmas this morning. Uh, your man, Justin Bieber's in the country. And yes, I hear what you're saying. We're on Triple M. We don't talk about Justin Bieber. But I'm a big fan. I love the Biebs. That's I love why. his monkey. I love the fact that he urinates in a janitor's bucket. <laughs> I, uh, there's so much to love. There's so much to love. And then love. there's the music. Oh, Let's... yeah. Baby, baby. I don't know. Keep going. Yeah, that's the only lyric I know. You are on Triple M. Uh, arias. We're going to be talking Arias because last night was, I, I mean, I missed it myself. It's like the school sports. Everyone gets a prize at the Arias, don't they? That's diminishing the abilities. The importance of the Arias. Thank you very much. We are going to get some of that. You've My moved... friend's tripod got an Aria one year. I mean, everyone gets an Aria. <laughs> if I, all you have to do is push play and record. Sing into the the old Sanyo cassette deck. Mm-hmm. You'll get an Aria. Send it away. Send it away. Send, send it to Arias. It's good. I feel it's like encouraging. That, I feel like that is not the case. <laughs> we are also going to be talking all the overnight sport for you as well. Summer breakfast. Uh, when we return, we're going to talk about how one Lawrence Moonman Mooney got in here this morning. How old are you? I am. Uh, I'm 48. 48. Yep. It's safe to say that your mode of transport not only has it led to you standing up instead of sitting down, but it's <laughs> screaming. Midlife crisis. Is that what it's saying? Yes. And right. we're going to get to the bottom of it next. Couple of the year. How could I forget? It's all over everywhere. We will be dealing with that shortly. What? What's going on? Uh, Couple just, of the year. No, you no. and Tiff. No, no. Not me and my lovely fiance. It's, uh, uh, you would make a Who magazine sexiest couples. You're pretty, you're hot, but your missus is... I'm punching above my, my weight. That's, that's the standard thing that people scream at me from cars. Oi, right. mate, how'd you get that? How'd you yeah. get her? And it speaks about women because women aren't as superficial as we are. They'll look for other qualities where we just want a hot body and we don't care whether you are insane or a good person. We'll just go for your hot body. Certainly initially. Initially. But, but I can, then... I can be, I'm happy to say that um, couple, of, couple of the year has all of the hallmarks that you're describing. Oh, really? Uh, you know what? Stuff it. We're doing it now. Right. Come on. That's it. We'll get to Moon's midlife crisis in a moment. We can no longer wait. Couple yeah, I'm of year. excited because this is a reveal for me. Do you have some sort of sound, Rosie, for the best thing that's ever happened? Um, sure. All right, Moon does his own sound effects. <laughs> Nothing this man can't do. That was a fox hunt trumpet, but it, maybe it's applicable here. Fox is, hunt? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, this, young, this man seems to have bagged one, and that is <laughs> your Miranda Kerr former Victoria's Secret angel in a shocking piece of delisting from them. Victoria's Secret, have a look at yourselves. She broke up with Orlando Bloom. Do you want me to give you a celebrity bit of gossip here? Please. From a party close to Miranda Kerr. I was going to name that person, but I should oh, not so do you that. Know someone, you, you I could, know someone who so knows you could Miranda be Kerr. So you could be in Who Weekly at the moment saying, as a source. As a source. Say, or would you be a pal? One of the big pressure. A pal or a source. I, I would be an insider. Oh, Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. I'm sitting down. One of the things that put a lot of pressure on their relationship is that Orlando Bloom 
is a massive tight ass. <laughs> he watches every penny. And she's a girl who's, you know, come from humble beginnings. Very humble beginnings. And she wants to enjoy herself. She she's wants, made a lot. She's she wants to extreme. buy makeups and she wants to buy nice underpants. Well, those are the two things you could possibly get for free. Yeah, I know. She's probably getting a lot of free stuff, but he's a notorious tightwad. And we're... Are you looking? He's actually stood back from the microphone. He stood back from the, and put do the you, hands out. Do you and, and do you know what? Rosie, he's crying out for a sound effect. Give him something. Give us <laughs> give, the first one you've got. Give us the first few give bars from Pink Floyd's Money. Um, what, how does and, it and manifest you know itself? People love to hear that. I, lo- I love to hear because, that. Because most of us are, you know, generous. Mm. Uh, and we and, don't and when all... you hear that someone is a bit of a tidy, you go, oh, good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it helps you dislike them instantly. How does it manifest itself? Yeah. Well, do you have any examples of, uh, you're, as an insider, do you have any examples of, of what, how Mr. Yeah, Bloom's tight ass he keeps tabs or... on the spending, which is like, why what, are checking you receipts that? and... Oh, asking about how much did that cost or what have you spent, blah, blah, Hang blah. On. So Miranda comes home with a brand new, she's organic, so she comes home with a new cold press juicer. Yeah. And Orlando wants to look at the receipt. Yeah, he wants, he, he, oh, he give wants. Give it a rest, Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> You've got all that Lord of the Rings scratch. He's got some deep scratch. He's doing okay. He doesn't have to worry come Christmas time. I knew I didn't like him. Yeah, but you know. I, I always knew I didn't like him. You, when you look at him, you think, ah, oh, I see it written all over your tightwad face. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's moved on. She's moved on. Yep. Has she moved on to a generous man, do we think? She has moved on to a generous man. She's moved on to a wonderful Australian. Right. Warney. No. <laughs> no. Because Warney would, I think Warney would be generous with his cash. Mm-hmm. Mr. Packer. James. Allegedly. James Packer. Now, James is an interesting case, isn't he? Because he's, he's been married mm-hmm. twice. Oh, yes. Jody. Oh, oh, yes. Jody Packer. Now, knee, what's her name? Uh, Mears. Jody Mears. Uh, swimsuit model. Yes. And very, now, very attractive. Very attractive. And then his wife, who with whom he's had. Erica Baxter. Two, three children. Um, some children. Some children. And uh, she walked because he was, he's being naughty. Okay. I didn't know that. That's allegedly as well. That's allegedly. Jeez, how's this guy? Talk about the insider. <laughs> and. Uh, well, they, they broke up. Okay. When, when I say being naughty, it'd be very hard to push a defamation case in court <laughs> on being naughty. <laughs> we'll, soon, we'll soon find out. Uh, Mr. Mooney, you said my client was being naughty. <laughs> For those of you just tuning in, that's Lawrence Mooney's lawyer impersonation. <laughs> uh, well, and, now, and now he's hooked up with yeah. Miranda Kerr. He's a big man and she's a small woman. He's a big hulking unit. He's like you. He's like, what, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, but he's, uh, what, about 120 kilos. Mm-hmm. He likes the sausage rolls like his dad. So, <laughs> Well, that's celebrity gossip covered. <laughs> <laughs> I was going way too much into their physical union, wasn't I? <laughs> we started the show, uh, Moon, by talking about your midlife crisis. We got distracted by a couple of the year. If you're just tuning in, it is allegedly James Packer and Miranda Kerr. Mm. Yes, they're in love, and we're very, very excited about it. Uh, now, Moon, you are 48 years old. I am 48. You have the best hair in comedy. Everyone knows that to the point where... I've got a good head of hair. and Beautiful hair. The payoff is that sometimes I don't have to pay as much attention to my waistline because <laughs> you can't be fat and bald. Okay. But uh, i got Ooh, the hair. I'm trying to think of an example of someone who is and does well, and you're correct. Well done. Yeah, you can't be fat and bald in the... Like Bruce in, Willis, bald, 
but bald, but tight as a drum. Yeah, but also bald, not balding. I oh, see. So you make a, you make a very big distinction here, don't you? The hair started to fall out, and he shaved it off, mm-hmm. and it was never going to come back because you've He's got no patch. He's no, you know. Well, with Steve Carell and uh, Matthew McConaughey mm. are the two best alleged hair pieces. Plugs and pieces and a bit of knitting. They've probably got it all going And on. down the other end of the pool is your John Travolta. Ooh. Wow. It's rough down it there, is it? It's, it's rough it, down there. Yeah, it's very he's got the, he's gone. He's so desperate now, he goes the spray can option. And he's also, you know, he's pudgy and it's he's in his late oh, 50s. Oh, I see what you mean. So he's got to make the choice. He's got to make the choice. He's got to colour it in because he's not... So you don't strike me as a man that needs to have a midlife crisis. Your career is good. You've got a lovely home life. You're a handsome man. People like you. I have uh, ticked a couple of the boxes, and I don't think, I think I've had a particular crisis. Gone, oh, I've wasted my life. It's just kind of crept in. So I got a motorbike oh, three years ago. No. No. <laughs> Not a good look. You were 45. I was 45. You were walking past the Kawasaki shop. I was down Elizabeth Street in Melbourne where all those bike shops are and right. just went in and Got myself a Honda CB400. Now, is that a one that's pretending to be a Harley Davidson? No, or is that a, 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 is that a street bike? It's what they would call a functional commuter bike for getting around town. What is that? A posties bike? No, no. It's a street. A Vespa? No, it's it's definitely a motorbike. Does it look like a, like a smaller version of what you see Mick doing riding around on? Yes. Or Casey Stone. But not a sports bike. It's more of a street bike, like you said. What on earth is the difference? Okay. A sports bike, the... the the tank's at a bit of an angle. It might have Ninja written on it. It's got a bit of a paint job. <laughs> the street bike has if, training if you, wheels. If you has... were to draw a picture of a, a motorbike, yes. that's the motorbike I'm on. Two wheels, tank, a seat. Oh, those ones. Yeah, what they call stripped back. So no fairings, no plastic, no right. massive stuff. You got the leathers? You wear the, le- you wear the leathers? Yeah, in case you fall off, and I have. Mm. A leather jacket, helmet, leather Are you in a, a group? Have you joined a motorcycle gang? No, I haven't. <laughs> I have actually, been approached? I am making a lot of crystal meth in my garage at home, so <laughs> I really embrace the culture. And uh, <laughs> alleged, my, yeah. alleged, yeah. My uh, my biker name is Nutbag, so <laughs> Nutbag, yeah. I've I really and uh, I've I've cut out, I've made my own patches from the <laughs> back, yeah. Safe to say, Lawrence has had a mid- the comic warriors, okay. So, I, it's a midlife crisis, that's, that's one bit of it. There's another bit. Oh, what Ed, else have you done? Very important bit. I've taken a younger wife. How, how, how young? <laughs> my wife's 16 years younger than me. <laughs> Oh, making her 32? 32, yeah. That's younger than me. That's a sweet deal. She's younger than me, Lawrence Mooney. Mm. And how long have you been together? We've been married for four years and together for seven. So when I met her, she was 25. <laughs> yes, you can high five me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, well, and, and what's more, she seduced me. No, she work. didn't. As she if, did so. As if. Get I know. The, I can believe it. That's it. Lies. <laughs> Lies from Lawrence Okay, Smitty. we'll bring her up. We'll if, get her. We, okay, you know what? She's at home with our child. How does your midlife crisis manifest itself? Because I want good to, I want, this is actually good news. I'm, you know what I'm seeing here? Yeah, midlife crises get a bad rap. I'm actually all for them. Do you know if what? Lawrence if I see a guy with plugs or a wig mm-hmm. in a Ferrari, I go, good on you, mate. Good on you. A lot of people go, oh, wanker. But, you know, the Australian way is, yeah. uh, what, somebody wants to describe the difference between Americans and Australians. Mm-hmm. A little bit off topic. Americans see a guy in a Ferrari and go, hey, good on him. Mm-hmm. I want a Ferrari one day. I wonder how he got that. Mm-hmm. We see a guy in a Ferrari and go, wanker. Yeah, how did he get that? Yeah, yeah what, do you, what do you do drugs. to get that? Yeah, yeah. drugs. <laughs> drugs, mate. Drugs. But, one, but if I see somebody's 
midlife crisis manifesting in a coupe. Let's celebrate. But not the MX-5. Men in an MX-5? You're kidding yourselves. It's a girl's car. <laughs> one triple three five three. Let's sell a midlife crisis. Maybe Saxophone. you've had one. Saxophone. Maybe you've taken up sax. Maybe in- inline skates. Maybe you've. Maybe your dad. <laughs> inline skates. That's a bridge too far. Yoga. One triple three five three. How is your midlife crisis manifesting itself? We're celebrating here. We've got Australia's best midlife crisis person here. It's Lawrence Moonman Mooney. Sad news over the weekend, uh, Moon, that the star of uh, the Fast and Furious movies, Paul Walker, died in a car accident. Our producer, Sarah, is uh, in the studio with us. What more, what more can you tell us, Sarah? What's happened? Hi. Well, there was an official statement that was on Facebook last night, which I can share with you. Yeah, please. Sign of the Times. Mm. It is with a truly heavy heart that we must confirm that Paul Walker passed away today in a tragic car accident while attending a charity event for his organisation, Reach Out Worldwide. He was a passenger in a friend's car, which we now know is Roger Rodas, who's a Formula race car driver. I didn't know that, right. Yep. They lost both their lives. We appreciate your patience as we too are stunned and saddened beyond belief by this news. Okay. And they've just asked for people to, you know, pray for the family. Yeah. And um, it's very sad. And it was in California, wasn't it? It was yeah. outside uh, outside Los Angeles in California. Santo Corita. Santo Corita. Thank you, Sarah. And we're going to cross to em, uh, Emma Dallymore from uh, Channel 10, who's uh, on the ground there in California. Morning, Emma. What can you tell us? Yeah, look, guys, just a tragic scenario. Police won't say too much about the crash at this stage. Obviously, it's a major investigation about how two really experienced drivers got into this kind of horrific wreck. All they'll say at the moment is that speed obviously is a factor. It was a 70k hour zone, uh, hour zone where the uh, where the crash happened, but the impact was just so violent. Uh, it seems unlikely that uh, they were doing it speed. And it wasn't raining. It was during the day. Like, and I saw um, there was footage, Emma, that went around quite quickly of mm. of some guys that were driving past the crash site, sort of a little bit after it happened, and the car was on fire. It was terrible. There was debris all over the place. Wasn't yeah, that's right. And none of none of those factors, you know, the road wasn't slippery. Anything like that seems to have come into play. I think speed will be the number one thing mm. that police are looking at. And, and like you said, you saw those pictures. That impact was so violent. Some witnesses mm. say some of the debris even smashed a window in a building nearby. Yeah, Just right, horrific. Yeah. And and they they are filming at the moment. They were they they're filming the the latest Fast and Furious, aren't they? They are. They're in the middle of Fast and Furious 7. In fact, uh, most of the cast and crew were due to be flying back to the set in Atlanta this weekend um, to resume filming on Monday or Tuesday here. And in fact, this was the week where a lot of real critical scenes involving Paul Walker were supposed to be filmed. So, of course, everyone at the moment, including the Australian director, James Wan, and and the team at Universal Mm. uh, are now heartbroken. They're not really willing to talk about what's going to happen yet out of respect for, you know, the shocking news that's happened happen but um we understand that look in time they're going to try and find a respectful way to finish this movie for wow. the fans and as a tribute for paul yeah of course james wine from the saw films and this was like the first sort of ah. big hollywood film of that That's type right. that he was doing and had been tweeting about how well it was going and how much he was enjoying everyone's company and how much fun he was having doing this style uh of film yeah. so yeah, and we're hearing, I mean, not only are they going to have to do major rewrites and figure out how to get around the movie without having their star there, but, you know, one of the other major hurdles may be that, you know, his co-stars are just absolutely heartbroken. Yeah. I mean, we heard from Vin Diesel in the last 24 hours. You posted a photo of Walker mm. saying, brother, I'll miss you. He's speechless. Mm. So 
I guess a lot of it will come down to them and how they want to play. Hard to go back. They want to keep going. Yeah, it'd be hard to go back. All right. Uh, from Channel 10, thank you, uh, Emma Dallimore uh, in California. Triple M Summer Breakfast. Uh, news is coming up shortly. We're going to come back. We are going to tell you more about the um, couple of the year. It's Packer and Murdoch, if you're just waking up. Yes, it's true. Packer and Kerr? Packer and Kerr. Packer and Murdoch? What yeah. have I done? <laughs> that was a mini series. <laughs> It's Lawrence Mooney who's with me. Lawrence Moonman Mooney, comedy legend. It's very nice to be up uh, early, enjoying this summery weather. It's not early, mate. Some, we know. It's Isn't eight, it early? Eight o'clock, man. Look outside. People are going to work. Hardworking Australians are doing their thing. And you know what they are it's doing? It's December. People are starting to wind down. That's what they're doing. Well, people are, well, well, we're, we are winding up here because Christmas is coming, Moon. Oh. And, oh, see, that's the noise. That is not the right noise. Oh, I'm a, no, no. I'm a Christmas guy, and I don't like your... Are you a Christmas guy? I'm a Christmas guy. You, have you got the tree up? We don't have a tree yet, but it's it's coming very right. shortly. They're... From Oxfam or someone? Are you going what? charity? What do you mean? Oxfam has trees. No, they deliver and uh, the money goes to charity. I reckon that's probably the best part of Christmas. Get charitable. But really, Christmas is a trial by fire. It's horrible. <laughs> Good morning to any kids that might be joining us. I, lo- I love Santa and I love... Christmas for children. What don't you like about it? Give oh, us it. Give it to us straight, man. man. All right. The just endless catch-ups. We must catch up before Christmas. Uh, why? Why do we need to? Our friendship is so tenuous. It's tenuous. I've only seen you twice this year. Why do we have to catch up before Christmas? Is there a use-by date? Yes, there is, because before you've got to get everything in before Christmas. You've got to see all your loved ones or mm. all the people that you. I, I had a. I had one of those uh, on the weekend. A catch up when, and you know it's a it's a, a Christmassy a Christmas we have to get together before the end of the uh, year, why? and you know and you know it's a catch up that probably is a little bit on the nose when when people when someone texts you and their name doesn't come up just the number yeah if you don't have the name saved no it's over it's not a Christmas catch up and I'll tell you what it's not a Christmas it's not a friendship if they give you a candle do you know what if you've got a candle wow. for me for Christmas all specially wrapped. You can take that candle Don't. and you can set fire to our friendship with it. Ah, oh, that's he's going for a nice angle there. It's not the nineteenth century. I live in the twenty first century. Give me a, give me a uh, eco friendly bulb for what? my for my bedside lamp rather than a candle. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, something as, functional. As the moony Christmas list takes shape, I'm a bit grinchy about Christmas. I love. I'm a generous person, and I love to see other people happy. But don't expect too much from me. What have you got to get done before Christmas? Oh, man, the shopping. What's, what's up to the use-by date? The shopping. The shopping is just, I, I get anxious thinking about it. Mm. And I know that once I'm let loose, because mm. I'm a little bit anxious when I shop, I'm going to buy so much garbage. <laughs> I'm going to buy 13 options for people and end up with a whole lot of just swag, shitty just... stuff <laughs> in the linen closet that I don't want. I want to, I want to know what's on the list. People of Australia... What's on the list? What, what you've got to get done? Uh, yeah. What has it? What have you? One triple three five three. And if you are hosting you... Christmas, oh no! When do you buy the turkey? Do you buy it the couple of days before, or have you got it in the freezer one, already? It's a big bird. One triple three five three. What do you have to get done before Christmas? Maybe you're still doing taxes. Oh. Maybe it's a clean out of a cupboard. Maybe the rumpus room needs a paint. Maybe if you're like down at my house, we had to carry out an old television so that the new one that's coming for Christmas. Mm. Can be put in in its place. Oh, you've got Even get... that means three weeks of no telly. Here's the Christmas spirit on one triple three five three. Safe to say, uh, Lawrence Moonman Mooney is a little bit grinchy 
He doesn't want to catch up with you. If you're one of his friends and you've been texting him, calling him, saying, Moon, we've got to catch up before Christmas, he doesn't like you. Forget it. He's just said, <laughs> he's just said that. Keep your candle. Keep your incense burner. Whatever you've got for he, me. And he doesn't want a candle if you're going to give it to him. But not everyone's like that. Rob, you're not like that. What, what have you got to get done before Christmas, buddy? Oh, goodness. Rob. Oh, Rob. Hello, Robbie. Oh, what, Robbie, you're in the Christmas spirit. What have you doing? He's in Santa's workshop by the sounds of the hammering. <laughs> Robbie, what have you got done? No, no, I'm in the camera of the truck, guys. Oh, um, no. I, I've just done my lights, the Christmas lights. They've taken me all day yesterday, but they're all up. Exactly. And have you, done, have you gone for the whole house, Rob? Just the front, mate. Just the front. Exactly. Uh, so are you in a street where people compete, Rob, or are you just a, a lone wolf with your Christmas lights? No, I'm a bit of a lone wolf when it comes to the coldest act, but... Yeah, no, it's not a competition. It's just uh, a right, I think. It so, is a right. And you know what you are, Rob? You're a great Australian because if you're the only person in your, as you say, cul-de-sac as well, which is wonderful. So people I love can, cul-de-sac. People can go up, spin around, come back and get another look at it. Do you have any of the, um, have you gone for any of the, sort of, is, is it Father Christmas or is it just lights? Have you gone for any sort of um, a motif? Oh, no, no, just the lights. So I've got the Father Christmas Waving at everybody. Ah, Merry see? Christmas. Yeah. He's waving Merry Christmas. An old grinchy moon man comes past Rob. Look, it, that has put a smile on my face, I've I, got to say. Rob, you've cracked him. You've I, cra- I do like cra- lights. You've cracked the Grinch, Rob. Great because, job. do you know what? We go past Rob's house, and what do we think, Ed? Uh, hello, Santa? That, no, we think that's a house full of Christmas joy. That's what you do think. Yeah. But when you go past the streets where everyone's doing it, what do you think then? You think this is a street of insanity and madness. <laughs> <laughs> Lockie Wills is joining us from the newsroom as well because Lockie, safe to say that the off season for footballers is going beautifully. Oh, it's never been better. They're covering themselves in absolute glory, and there's nothing I like more than a story. Well, so when the Rugby League World Cup was on Moon, there was a bit of an Billy Slater had a bit of an altercation mm. with a guy outside a nightclub. Look, if you're going to get into an altercation and you're a sports person, mm. outside a nightclub is the place to do it. Well, Ricky, <laughs> as publicly as possible. And Ricky Ponting set the tone so beautifully so many years ago at the Bourbon and Beef Steak. Well, he set the tone by using his face to catch someone's fist, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Normally, the sports person punches a member of the public. Ah. That's the way it goes. Well, well, is it? Because, Lockie, what's the latest on the in the AFL? What's mm. the latest with former Haw- Hawthorne and now Gold Coast son, uh, Campbell Brown? What's going on there? Well, Just... the Gold Coast have got an investigation going. Campbell Brown's been suspended from the club. There was an ah. incident over there at the front of a nightclub in LA called Bootsy Bellows. That's the name of the nightclub. Bootsy Bellows. Bootsy Bellows that left Stephen May, a teammate of Campbell Brown, with a broken jaw. Now, he's just had surgery. Two plates inserted. Two plates. Well, we do have a little bit. Lockie's brought in a little bit of audio from someone who was taping it outside on their phone. Have a listen to this. Whoa! Stop, 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 stop. Let the go, mate. Let go. Yep, a bit of let go, mate. Let go. Bit of swearing Now, Campbell's got form. At uh, the end of the season, he's uh, he was at the full moon party in Thailand a few years ago, mm. and and the cops arrested him not for dancing badly. No, well the story is that he was <laughs> being too handsome, not for you know, not for having pupils that were the size of plates. Just <laughs> what went wrong well, at the full moon well, party? The story is that he was coming to the defence of a teammate. That's mm. true, and I and I've heard that very, from very close sources that there was already something going on, and he was just helping out a teammate. But mm. his negotiating skills aren't quite what they should be because I think. You start by talking, not punching a Thai policeman in the side of the head. <laughs> but anyway, leave, leave so that Campbell. There. But now, is it is there any chance that it wasn't 
Because it was at a Rhiannon after party, was it not? Well, that's the story. So they're at Bootsy Bellows, the nightclub, and yeah. uh, everyone was being escorted out while Rihanna and her entourage were coming in. Oh, and is that what it was? It was yeah. a clear out for it's Rihanna's clear- entourage. Well, that's the uh, the speculation oh, around. And there's conflicting reports of whether it was Stephen May who wanted to go back inside and get Rihanna's autograph or whether it was Campbell Brown. So Both big Rihanna fans. Evidently. Massive. massive. And so there, but there was other uh, footballers there. Josh Gibson, the former Hawthorne player, and he oh. might be the one that holds the key here because uh, the understanding is that he wasn't intoxicated. Uh, so his evidence in this case evidence. might be central. Maybe because they're two big Rihanna fans, they were both reenacting her actual relationship. Let's move on. And let's Stephen's playing the part of Rihanna. On. Let's move on. And as swiftly Brown's as playing Bobby Brown as swiftly as we can. He even got the name wrong, which is good. Which what's, what's her boyfriend's I'm, name? I, I won't be telling Help you. Help me, now, I, please. I will not be telling is you. It something Brown. We can move on. Uh, Chris Lock- Brown. Lockie. Yeah, because- got it. <laughs> He's done it. Hey, but what what's going on with um, Buddy? Because Buddy's gone up to Buddy Franklin mm. has made a move also uh, in the AFL. He, can I just say quickly? Hey NRL, hey rugby union. I mean, a couple of the rugby union guys got sent home or got suspended for excessive drinking. Well, it was fifteen. There was thirty-two man squad over there okay. in Europe, and fifteen of them were suspended. Wow, well, that's not a bad record. That's <laughs> and, okay, okay, rugby union, you're putting in. But well, they've pulled it together since. They've had four wins on the trot, so they're doing beautifully now. Yeah, that's a shame. And. Uh, <laughs> And the rugby... Rug- rugby league last year, last week, covered themselves in glory. Three players charged with separate incidents. Mm. So the charge sheet's really building up there. Do you know what, rugby league? <laughs> sort your life out, well... really and truly, <laughs> once and for all. Well, just quickly, um, buddy. Now he's in Sydney. Now he's yep. moved up there on a on a on a deal worth a few bucks. Mm. Um, now apparently, I read in the newspaper that uh, he was at a party for having some cocktails. Over the weekend at a Sydney a spot on a on an island, yeah. he, apparently there were reports he knocked over cocktails. What else went on, Lockie? Well, that's the story. There's uh, the island, which is very exclusive and elusive sort of place. Oh, uh, lots of socialites oh, there. Dear. And Buddy mm. was mixing it up with the new Sydney crew that he's got. Good. And apparently, allegedly, knocking over cocktails, knocking over glasses and causing a bit of a ruckus. I am concerned for Buddy. Why is that? Because he's uh, taken away from his friends that he's developed here in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's going to be on a lot of money. He's going to have a lot of time Mm -hmm. up his sleeve. Mm -hmm. And he's not part of the Swans culture. And they've got a, and I quote, Mm. no dickhead policy. (laughs) And I think at GWS, I think it's open arms for dickheads. Um, (laughs) And I'm just worried. That's sport. You heard it here first. Thank you, Lucky. We're here till Christmas, and it's all for the uh, Holden, Colorado, doing a bang-up job. Uh, Moon, news mm. is coming up uh, very shortly. We are going to be talking Arias. The Arias was on last night. Did you know? Did you go? Were you invited? Uh, I haven't been invited, but um, I might you know, put a track down for next year because everyone gets a trophy at the Arias, don't they? Everyone there is bitter who's ever moon. picked up an instrument. You, sound you play bitter. the recorder, yes. there'd be an Aria for it. Well, you do sound bitter, but we are going to find out who's <laughs> actually won some Arias. No, don't tell me Guy Sebastian won everything. I don't know. Ooh, I, I, was, I am sounding a little bit. <laughs> but I, I was very happy to hear Air Supply mentioned in dispatches because I'm an Air Supply fan. Okay. And uh, hey, I won't be mocked by Rosie <laughs> well, or by anyone. Do we have any Air Supply, Rosie, for uh, those unfamiliar with their work? No. No? no. I refuse to. Really? You refuse? Uh, you're a Hall & Oates girl. That's why. Don't make me sing it. I can pick them. <laughs> I'm going to sing Love and Other Bruises if we don't have some Air Supply after 8.30. All right. Well, overnight... Last night or it was, it was last night, wasn't it? The Arias. Yeah, yeah that's that, that I was. I wasn't there. You can tell. 
But uh, did you watch it on telly? I, it wasn't on television. Is it? Was it? Was it on Gem? Go, Rosie, where was it? it? Was on Go. Yes. I believe. So they stopped. Oh, okay, so they mm. didn't have a rerun of uh, Big Bang Theory to play there. No, they played it beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> what? what ha- they're doing to the Big Bang Theory what they did to Gordon Ramsay. Just, they're just yeah. flogging it till it dies. Do you remember when Gordon Ramsay? There was that two month period where Gordon Ramsay was on every night yeah. on two channels, <laughs> and it was just him walking into kitchens, just swe- swearing, just swearing at people. I love that. It was amazing. And mm. then as quick as it was as it was there, it was never to be seen again. Um, so Sarah, our producer, was in charge of being all over the arias for us. Sarah, you watched it, you loved yeah. it, you sent the tweets, you were in the hashtags. What? What, what was? You're it? a young person. You're you love a- your music. <laughs> You well, young people. Yes. Well, um, yes, but even then I didn't really know or recognise the big winner of the night who came home with four arias. Who was that? It was this guy. And the uh, aria goes to Flume. 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 Uh, what's a flume? I, I reckon a flume sounds like a painful inflammation. <laughs> Need a cream for your like flume? A, You're like in a nasty flume. flume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, don't touch it. Oh. Don't touch uh, me, flume. So, flume was, the, I don't know, I mean, now I officially sound like one of these people who doesn't oh, know what the I young know. people are into. But he's, he does electronic music, which is not really our vibe here, but no. he's one of those sort of Isn't underground. <laughs> he's called an electronic wonder kid. On the interweb, a wunderkind described, but he won best male, best, best male. dance album, oh, yeah. breakthrough artist, and best producer. So he, he produces his own music. If, as if well. we listen to Flume's most popular song, would we recognise it? I don't know. I've Does he do the crazy frog ringtone? Is it just a load of electronic <laughs> nonsense? Let's Here we song. go. Oh, yeah, so it's got a bit of Enya. Thank you. Thank yes. you, Flume. Enya, yes. Oh, yeah, it's got, the, it's got the angelic singing in the background. That could be the Orinoco flow. Yes. Oh, Close yeah, your eyes. first mm. with the crazy frog, the bong, bong. In uh, 10 years' time, they might be you know, putting that over the back of a Volvo ad with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Do you know, that's mm. where the scratch is. The Volvo ads? No, no, if you, these days, isn't that right, Rosie? If you're a band and you get yourself on an ad. Oh, right. yeah, key. Or that, on a game. Like or a, on a video yeah, game. Yep. Yeah. If you get on yourself on Grand Theft Auto, hoo-hoo, Ooh, baby. Over the back. Ch- what? Over the back of the, the action. Oh, right, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Some weird terminology Not- for making money over the back. Uh, yeah, well, you know, that's essentially your, your, the music is behind the action. Off the back? No, it's over the back. It's like so there's something happening in the foreground. Mm-hmm. And where's the music? Over the back. Okay. okay. That is, let's come back. Mm. Let's come back because I want to find out a little bit more about the big winners last night. Flume. Sure. No, you didn't know that before two minutes ago, <laughs> Lawrence Mooney. I know one thing for sure, mm-hmm. that ARIA Hall of Fame oh, inductees, oh, no. come oh, yes. on, no. air supply. <laughs> come on, I know it's against editorial policy Rosie, here at Triple M. We don't have a little bit. No, no we don't. We're okay, not playing. Right. We'll come back with more ARIAs. I want air supply. <laughs> You're not getting any air supply. It's going to be my gift to Graham Russell and Russell Hitchcock, <laughs> the members of air supply. <laughs> a lot of people texting us home, where do I know Lawrence Mooney from? A lot of Facebookers. Where do I know the Moon Man from? I did a bit of Agony Uncles. A bit of Agony Uncles ABC. on your ABC. Well, you are the host and star and creator of the wonderful show on ABC uh, 2 called Dirty Laundry. Dirty Laundry coming, Live. Dirty Laundry Live, which is coming back for a second uh, season. Were you ever in Celebrity Big Brother? No, I... I uh, Have you ever I've asked? Never been on Celebrity Big Brother or Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. Mm-hmm. I've never been asked to do Dancing with the Stars. Which I think is but a shock. Do you want more celebrity gossip? Of course I do, because... Okay, Dancing with the Stars, yep. speaking to an insider at Channel 7. Can we please... never work at Channel 7 after this. No, can but... we please get a sound effect ready, Rosie, for this? Oh, yep. mm. Okay. 
I said, so, so the celebrities see. and the dancers, oh, and yeah. she said, all the time. All the the time? celebrities and the dancers, all the time. Broken up a few marriages, you know, that country and Western Yeah, singer. and a few of them have gone on to yeah. get married and then later divorced. But... Yeah. No, no, no. I think that, see, Moon, I don't like that uh, because there's been more marriages out of those unions mm-hmm. than we've ever seen on a dating show or The Bachelor. What they should have... Those unions create lasting relationships. I reckon they should have Dancing with the Stars up late. That's Where, nice. you know, you spend yes. a lot more time in the studio, mm-hmm. just hanging that. out. Yeah, have you ever watched on um, uh, Fox 8, I think it is, uh, Dating, Dating in the, in the Dark? dark? Uh, yes. Yeah. Why don't they have Dancing with the Stars, Dating in the Dark, <laughs> where you just see the glowing green eyes, people in spas... Heavy, heavy petting. It's a great show, isn't it? Can I tell you? I, I know. Dating in the dark. I've got another insight. Am I? Yeah. I'm no. creepy. <laughs> I, I'm coming off a little creepy because I'm creepy. Okay. And to Good be to fair, know. I'm not hiding it. Okay. He's doing a wonderful job of only being a little creepy, and I, I applaud that. Lawrence, in fact, what's more creepy, a little creepy or the full creepy? Oh, well, full creep's more handsy. You're right. more, you're much more cerebral. Oh, no, but I feel Sarah, like Sarah, I'm never just... going to touch you in the workplace. No, but I, I, I can't. <laughs> <that's> well... <laughs> Good to uh, know. I abide by okay. all sexual harassment policy. <laughs> You're safe here. I want you to feel safe at work. I do feel safe at okay, work. Okay, good. Thank you. I mean, for, you know, fair, it's fair. Ed, on the other hand, I will grab his buttocks after this show's over. Uh, yeah. We are trying to get through the arias. No, Lawrence Mooney, we will not play any air supply. Oh, Stop it. I will. Love and other that is not your. That is not your cue. Come on. See, now he's going to sing Graham if we Russell. don't play it, so... Russell Sarah, Hickmott, yes. they deserve more. Our producer, who's here with some actual information, we know yes. that Flume uh, took home most of the chocolates, and yes. we're, we're fully across the Flume oeuvre, and we're very happy for the young man. Yes. Who else were the winners on the night? And if you're thinking, what what word does Flume remind me of? Maybe it's spume, which is that now, now we are, now, I, now, 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 I now. was thinking that. Now, Thank yeah, you. Rosie, get ready with the uh, dump buttons. <laughs> okay, no, spume is the white froth that comes up on the Ooh. sand after the waves break. <laughs> oh. That is called spume. That's okay. an official word. Thank you. That's, uh, That's almost almost clean. All right. Summer breakfast doesn't only sound good, it's also good for mm. you. <laughs> Great. Over to you, Sarah. Good to know. Well, one of the best songs of the year, I think, was Matt Corby's Resolution. Good song. So he won an award for that, which is great. You got the Aria Song of the Year. Good. We're all pretty happy with that. Yep, absolutely. And Guy Sebastian, who has oh. been nominated for 10 years, yeah. he oh. had to go Bike and get it. a... Breakthrough, but he had to go and get an international, you know, song hit in America that he did with... Is that Battle Scars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, with Lupe Fiasco. Good. Excellent and work. And he's finally won an aria. So That's he nice. won Best Pop Release. Excellent work. That was nice. Well done, everyone. And Congratulations, Guy. I've been at it for a long time. But I'd say bring back the fro. For a long time. time for the fro. Yeah, did, I do like the I fro. I do love the fro. Yeah, what, what but else? But the... The speeches were so long. They didn't have oh. any kind of Academy Award music wind up. No playoff so music at the Nothing. Aries. So the speeches mm. were just like Guy Sebastian had 10 years worth of people to thank. So uh, just course. kept going on. Did I he thank him, Dicko? No, he did not. There was no <laughs> idol reference. Did, actually. He thank, did he thank our Lord Jesus Christ? No, not that I saw. No, not really. in the speech that I saw. Jesus no. only helps out with Grammys. He doesn't <laughs> help anyone win an aria. Oh, really? Yeah, right. So he's not, <laughs> he's not down with the arias? No. JC. Not part of it. Mm. Uh, got any Malboy? To, what about some Malboy? How oh, yeah. I can play you a little bit of Jessica Malboy. What does she sing? She sings, um, well, the latest song is Pop a Bottle, but this is just, this is the song that she did at the uh, NRL Grand Final. Oh, 
That's um, fill me in. Fill me up. Oh, fill me up. Yes. Fill me up. And she had a moment with uh, Alicia <laughs> Keys by the looks of the, what I've been watching the news this morning. Yes, they had a moment. And the two sisters were just really giving it to one another, you know. I mean, nodding. <laughs> uh, that came out wrong. Uh, Alicia Keys was, you know, bopping along, giving her a lot of love is yeah, what I'm trying right. to say. Glad we cleared that up. Well, that, is that music covered? <laughs> Surely. Uh, yeah, and some, I think. Excellent yes. work. Well, we're not playing <laughs> then. And then there was some. We will not be playing any air supply, Lawrence. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, what am I without you? Oh, I was so wrong so many times. You were. And I'm sorry to everyone I've let down. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Moon, would you it's this is like um uh, Price is Right or Sale of the Century. Would you like to come back and play again tomorrow? Uh, I don't even need the thinking music, Ed. I'm coming back for He's coming back tomorrow. Coming for the jackpot. Excellent work. He's playing for the Say It Ibiza tomorrow. Um, I'd love to do some more of your... <laughs> to Say It Ibiza. What car did they give away, Rosie and uh, and Moon, on the new on the Price is Right, the most recent version with Larry? They gave away the Say It Ibiza. That, <laughs> that company has now ceased to exist. <laughs> yes, so good luck yes, trying yes. to trade that bad boy in. Oh, well, you could trade it in and, and buy... A larder? <laughs> a larder Neva. Get a larder Neva for your troubles. Uh, good on you, Moon. Thank you for that. Or Have a, a Skoda. A, get a Skoda. Get a, get a Skoda Octavia. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I tell you what. Oh, you there's do. some after sales service. I tell you what, you do uh, want to uh, get, and that's the Holden Colorado. Of course, are. you want to get a Holden Colorado. Are, are you Australian? Thing. Are you a bloke yeah. or a woman? In the case of Elizabeth, who loves her Utes. Yes. Get a Holden Colorado. Do and get real. The right thing. Uh, Lawrence Mooney will be back tomorrow. I do want to go a bit more into your television career. I want you to probe me. Yeah, because it might be Probe City tomorrow. Mm. Because there's plenty to go. Uh, we, we are going to leave you with the message that we're extremely happy for a couple of the year. Kerr, Packer, mm. we're pro-Kerr and the union here we're at Triple M Summer Breakfast. All your Packer-Kerr news tomorrow. Ah, that'll do us, Rosie. We'll speak to you then. Hey! Triple M Summer Breakfast with Ed Cavalier and friends. The serious truck for the serious man. Think Colorado. Think Holden.